From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In violent Brooklyn, an axe murder. Holy shit. It happened. Uh, over the weekend, this guy with an axe, he is the grim, the grim creeper, creeper on uh, social media. Uh, Grizzly, Brooklyn axe murder. Uh, joining me now, uh, uh, Natasha Delana. Hello. Natasha Delana, do you... Uh, <laughs> Do you know about this about this gruesome murder? I uh, I don't, but I'm so curious. A young woman hacked to death and another seriously injured by an axe swinging uh, maniac. Uh, wow. I, you know, if you're swinging an axe, you're a maniac. That's it. You know, it's it's almost superfluous that word. Uh, yeah. Who turned out a uh, who who turned a Brooklyn apartment into a scene out of an '80s slasher flick? That's right there in the New York Post uh, from mm-hmm. Sunday. And a four-year-old girl was right there in the house in the in the back bedroom, but she's fine. You know, she that was is not she? what the guy was in. Yeah, she's the daughter of one of these women. Now uh, the girlfriend is alive. Uh, now you know it's going to be the boyfriend, right, of one of these uh, women. But it, the, the the girlfriend is alive. The other woman uh, dead. She dead. Mm. So, and this is the guy who did it right here. This is Grim Creepa. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Jerry Brown. Wow, he's wearing a Yankee hat. I, I neither uh, looks, like attest that. Or looks not. a little looks a little older too, doesn't um, he? Um, yeah, and not so much a killer. He looks like a fucking pussy, actually. He's throwing up a gang sign. Well, yeah, he is a pussy. He's a killer of women with an axe. Is he the boyfriend of all? You know, the, all the women you all see. All the pictured. women you see. No, just one. Uh, it's uh, he. He's the boyfriend of. No, I can give you names now to let you know who's dead and who's alive. Mm. Uh, now the, the savagery came uh, to light. When uh, Angela Valley, that's the one, Valet. I mean, is that how would you pronounce that? V a l l e, Valet. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Valet. Yeah, at uh, 1:30 yeah. a.m., got an Uber and uh, you know got the fuck out. Uh, but the Uber, he didn't take her away. He he called 911 instead. Mm. Uh, now the axe. They found the cops found it. They threw the axe where he had thrown the axe in like a, a trash compactor when they arrived. Wow. Let me give it to you in order here. Yeah. And because because this is uh, this is the murder weapon right here, uh-huh. or one just like this, this yellow handled axe. Okay. This is, I think. Let's see. I think that's the living one. This is in Bushwick. The Bushwick house is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah Rivera killed. Angela Valet not killed, not harmed. Was her? Now look at the the New York Post as they took this photo. You can see the cops saying, get the fuck out of here. Right. Move like, it along. <laughs> like they have something to hide over just the things that we talked about. Like right. the, the safety of like certain people and whatnot. Yeah, horrifying. An NYPD yeah. officer stands in a bloody hallway at the Bushwick houses on Saturday. So what do you think it takes for a guy? You think like, okay, for a guy to axe murder his, his girlfriend, you know, or to attempted murder and murder the friend, mm-hmm. it's got to be a pretty serious fight, you would think. But I'm not so sure with this guy because he seems as if that was kind of his thing to be a creep. Well, does he have any previous charges or or stuff that's speculating of his craziness uh, right. prior? Well, um, like I said, his uh, you know his social media grim creepa, right? Which is no big deal. Uh, it's just kind of like you think, well, that's a nice little coincidence, but. She used to refer to him as 187 Daddy. 187 being the murder slang, you know? Ah, uh, right. The, the three, uh, three digits. She called him Mr. 187 himself. Okay. My fucking man, Doe. 
She gushed. <laughs> this is on Facebook. Uh, she had a reference to the Section 187, the California Penal Code. So that's kind of an odd one. I love you, Daddy, she said. I love you, my queen. Mm. So, you know, they they had a... Uh, look, he's got a, he's a lot of years on this girl, too. Let me see how old he is, though. It sounds like a little Godfather action going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. <laughs> like a little uh, false daddy stuff. Yeah, like a little, exactly. Like, she had uh, daddy issues, I suppose. But this, Savannah Rivera was 20, the, uh, identifying the uh, woman. Well, here's Valley's the question. Like, oh, if, yes. if, if the daughter had been, God forbid killed or uh-huh. tortured and and the other person saved would her response be any different would whose response be any different would the the woman that was saved have a different response in the sense of like all right well this guy's not a total mass murderer but he's uh, he may have some reasons and we're just going <laughs> to let that let that slide oh well i mean like I'm trying to imagine what you mean, because I think they're going to break up now. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're definitely sure going to they break will. up. No, absolutely. Yeah. But, but I'm just wondering how much of a massacre more would it be if those other tragic th- like things had happened to it? Oh, you know? well, it would have been much like, you know, with everyone you kill, it becomes that much more tragic, I guess. But uh, especially with a younger kid, a four-year-old, not even involved. She didn't pick this guy. Right. Uh, but, you know, here she is having to deal with it. Now, uh, last month, she had referred to him as Mr. 187. I mean, what they found when they came in is uh, the, the, the gruesome part. This was a brutal, a terrible, vicious, vicious attack. Uh, both mm. victims suffered multiple deep, deep lacerations. That's according to Deputy Chief Michael M. Kemper. Uh, the savagery, uh, the savagery came to light. It said 1:30 a.m. Now uh, she was able to tell medics two things before losing consciousness uh, when they came. Uh, she said that uh, her ex-boyfriend had attacked her and her friend, mm-hmm. who was still inside the eighth-floor apartment. The other was that her little girl, Aliana, was still inside. Uh, police rushed to the apartment. They discovered a horrific scene. A woman was lying on the living room floor. She'd been partially decapitated. Some of her fingers were severed. There were more stab wounds throughout her head and body. Police identified her as 20-year-old Savannah Rivera. Wow. The young mother had a three-year-old son, Sebastian, who wasn't there. She was also uh, two months pregnant. Oh, oh, see, you pulled the pregnant card. So it's a double murder, yeah. Ah, it's a double whammy murder of mm-hmm. all of all things unglory. Although I don't know now because they have, because, uh, you know, abortion, right, is right. legal all up until. So if it's not a baby and not a person in the womb. Then it's free, then it's maybe, free for all. Then maybe it isn't a double murder, you know what I mean? Right, right. No, absolutely. Then we can't apply any of those uh, yeah. things to that. So I'm not exactly sure how that works, if that's still... Well, you know, she sounds happy, you know, by by lack of a better word. She sounds like, all right, well, at least this didn't happen, but something else What did. do you mean she sounds happy? What, who are you talking about? <laughs> sounds Nobody sounds happy. I'm, I'm, I'm missing something, I think, that you're getting. The, what, who sounds happy? No one. No, I'm just saying in the sense of, it, it just could have been worse. Oh, well, the blade was still smeared with blood, they said. Oh, okay. Uh, Valet remained at Elmhurst Hospital. Uh, she's in serious but stable conditions, so, uh, severe head trauma. Now, the daughter was found asleep and unharmed in the back bedroom, mm-hmm. and the girl was taken to Woodhull Medical Center for evaluation. That's my point. It was like, at least the daughter was found. She's safe in the bed. Like, unfortunately, she was It could have been worse. Of course, it could have been worse. I mean, just with more deaths. But this is a pretty bad axe murder. It's pretty fucking terrible, pretty absolutely. Fucking terrible. And fuck that guy. And fuck this guy, who now, he's very upset, by the way. Uh, 
<laughs> he was very, very upset. Now, uh, going back to the post, mm. uh, reached by WPIX Channel 11 News, the boyfriend who asked to be called Jerry. Jerry. Jerry <laughs> said he suffered from mental illness. Oh, Jerry. He began sobbing and asked if his girlfriend was okay. Is my girlfriend okay, the station reported, told she was fighting for her life. He continued crying. And while he did not admit to any violence, he added, I will turn myself in. I will call police myself. Wow. The Mintcraft brand Axe, recovered by police, was purchased at nearby Florama Hardware for $39.98. $39.98? Only $40 if you want to murder somebody. Guys, get on that. This is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. What a deal, right? $39.98 at Florama. Yeah. Uh, that is a hardware store probably there in Bushwick. And the cops showed me a picture they took of it, and it is our price tag, said worker Udi. Tom Ruzi, 39 years old. Udi. Hey, Udi. Shown a Facebook photo of Grim Creeper <laughs> by a post reporter. Anthony Armogan, uh, 32, said the uh, pick was almost certainly that of a man who, uh, who had asked to buy the same axe about two weeks ago. Wow. No coincidence there, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. he bought it to, to murder. He had the idea a couple of weeks ago to kill somebody, I guess. Uh, Good planning. Yeah, he asked, see, he asked if there was a cheaper one. Cheaper than forty dollars. Like I don't want to. You know, can I get this on Wick? I just want to figure out if I can just get this on the government coupon. Why can I not? get like twenty dollars worth? In fact, eighteen twenty nine. Can I make it for eighteen twenty nine, please? Maybe yeah. he shouldn't be buying an axe. Maybe he should be buying, you know, something else that you can kill her with. That's going to be a cheap. You can beat somebody to death almost as easy as you can chop them up with an axe. Exactly. Maybe can you? I don't know. It's probably I pretty mean, hard. I'm Have you ever, you ever punched somebody in the face? Probably. Um, I. I... <laughs> Have you ever broken a glass coffee table? I have. I've neither done those things. But really, I've, you've never broken a glass coffee I've table. I've never punched someone in the face and/or broken a glass table voluntarily. So you're not a crazy woman, is what I'm. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, but but I. No, have... wait. I didn't say voluntarily. Ever just been. <laughs> okay, now I get it. I'm trying to cover up your past. <laughs> uh, he asked for a cheaper one now, and then he, and then he also asked if you if we can sharpen it for him. Ooh. I said it's sharp enough as it is. Uh, relatives of uh, Rivera said they did not know Valley's boyfriend. We lost two lives. She said, you know, she was happy about it. She was happy to have another child, Cruz said. Cruz is uh, uh, the uh, family friend of Rivera. Uh, yeah. She was happy to have another child. I told the medical examiner, you need to check if she was pregnant because that's two lives he killed. The president said, uh, the president. What am I talking about? The, did I say the I was president? Gonna, you really just said the president. Yes. <laughs> Let's let's. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. The sister said that by Saturday night, Rivera's son had uh, had still not been told of the murder. So she's got a three year old kid, and uh, she uh, as of that time, he they hadn't told him because who wants to be the one to tell him? Right. You just go, mommy's uh, someplace where you'll eventually forget about her, and right. then you know just like let and it go with that. Absolutely, yeah. And then you'll stop asking. When you stop asking, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 18 and you get that. You know, supposed money. Yes. We'll talk you the story. Which, you know, let's face it. No Your money. mom's dead. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just that now they have a resident of the place. You know what? I feel scared. Like, like coming home, I got to watch my back. Anything could happen. I feel terrified. That's, yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure that this is this is personal to this woman, you know. It sounds personal. Yeah. I feel like they're a little uh, subjective in, this wasn't in like their editorial Not a uh, randomized debut. thing of like just, you know, I'm killing people in this Bushwick building. Right. 
And uh, this is very interesting, too. I know that we're, I like to just open up by saying something's interesting, but this hazing lawsuit now, the hazing, and uh, this is the butt branding and attempted rape that uh, we uh, discussed in the ROTC. Mm. Uh, the parents of a Queens high school student whose butt was branded in a junior ROTC hazing ritual. What a, what a lovely hazing ritual. They charged that his teachers knew about the brutal tradition, did nothing to stop it from happening. Duh. <laughs> well, teachers chaperoning the April 2018 field trip where the 15-year-old student was uh, badly burned and sexually assaulted by fellow JROTC cadets were deliberately indifferent to the disturbing practice, the family alleges, in lawsuit filed against the city, Department of Education in Queens, Supreme Court. Wow. And the Queens Supreme Court on Thursday. Now, it's the Francis Lewis High School student, and he was, uh, says he was forced to lay on his stomach as an older cadet repeatedly pressed a hot yeah, clothes you know iron you into his buttocks. You know what? No one asked him to fucking do that. What? To right? join the to join the thing? That's right. No, that's right. No one asked him to do this. I among, suppose that's true. Among every other fucking like hazing thing, no one asks you to do that unless you decide that it's important to you. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, that's, that's your choice to do it. Right. So, what if what if they had a thing where they were having they had cheerleaders, right? And they were like, you could become a cheerleader, but uh, and then once you become a cheerleader, you find out they're like, oh, here's the deal. Um, you go on this overnight thing in Jersey, and uh, the head uh, cheerleading teacher there, Mister Whatever, uh, fucks all of you. Okay. Well. And you hold it, you hold her down, and then he fucks you. I mean, but you know, you see what I mean? Yeah. No, that's totally different. Why that's, is that? Why is absolutely <laughs> different. <laughs> Okay, I hear you. I well, mean, <laughs> I mean, they burn this guy in his ass with an iron, you know. No, I mean, and you don't know that's coming, I'm, so I'm, maybe you think like, well, this won't be so bad, and then like, but it's not like they tell you ahead of time, is what I'm saying. Well, that's they don't a, go. This is the price of being in this club. Well, correct, and you just know, like serendipitous and reputation-wise, that this is sort of the type of line of of violence or self-inflicted wounding that you do to yourself for the sake of acceptance. So they do that. Trust me. I, I'm with you that I would never do it. I mean, like, I'm never, I'm not that much of a joiner that I wouldn't be part of a fraternity or anything like this. Mm. Uh, it, that where they had like, hazing? Fuck you, hazing. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> lucky I'm joining your fucking bullshit club. Right. Hazing. I, so I can't see right. that. Um, being a cheerleader, the, the, you know, the only worst thing you have going for yourself is hoping that no one, like, puts their penis in you as you're wearing a cheerleader skirt. Are That's you, it. Were you a cheerleader? I was a cheerleader. <laughs> Did somebody put their penis in you while you were wearing uh, your skirt? Nope. Nope. Are you sure? I promise. Okay. But, you know, it was a similar experience. Do you still have the outfit? I do. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it would come in handy. I, yeah, except, you know, 27 plus years. You know, it's just more of a novelty. Uh, the uh, stuff that happened here, it goes on. Francis Lewis High School students say he was forced to lay on his stomach as an older cadet repeatedly pressed a hot clothes iron into his buttocks. A second older cadet, uh, a second older cadet attempted to anally penetrate him with his finger Mm. And ordered him to masturbate. Oh, jeez. That's humiliating. That is extremely humiliating, and, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want that from your friends. These guys are supposed to be your friends. That's right. Why? Family does not believe in incest <laughs> Family, at all. friends, none of it. I don't want my enemies doing this. Nobody. But, like, <laughs> your friends, I mean, like, you've got to, like, face these people and stuff later. Right. Your finger in the end. Why would you? Ugh. I just don't get why you have to make it sexual. I think the worst part is is that they'll remember the smell on their finger afterwards. And so as much as things may move on, and you hope guys I'm a bit of a like... mess down there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. 
What? A, what? It's just disgusting too. I, I cannot. It is. Yeah. I cannot see. I can't. I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see this being fun. Who is that fun for? Ah. Uh, you know what? There are people who secretly find that as a fetish, and they decide. Well. All right, I'm gonna gay rape, gay gay butt rape with a gay gay digital butt rape is what it is. That's right. They That's find ex- that a fetish. They find that a fetish. Um, I've I'm I've sure they do. Actually, come across a lot of straight men who find that a fetish. With straight men to do it to one of their friends? Uh, no, to themselves. Have it like oh done oh. to themselves. They, to have somebody like yes. force a finger into their ass. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. That, to have it forced. They're like, oh, yeah. no, no, and stuff like that. I mean, like, well, I mean, it's consensual, so okay. that's good. Well, but- finger in the ass is fine. I mean, you know, whatever. I got no, like, fucking qualms about somebody wants a finger in their ass. If we've got kind of a weird role playing and shit, like, we're like, pretend that we're in the ROTC, <laughs> and, you know, and that I'm unwilling to do this. But the burning, come on, burning is like worse. No, that's that's absolutely horrible. That, I mean, that's an actual. Uh, like assault and and deplorable thing to do to anyone. Well, I mean, of course, you know, finger in the ass is also an assault. <laughs> Some people find that pleasurable, okay? Uh, okay, but I don't think they would have done it if they thought he found it pleasurable. <laughs> but anyway, the suit describes a culture of hazing, bullying, assault, and abuse in the Francis Lewis JROTC yeah. program and blames chaperones Colonel Albert LaHood, Christopher Dash, Shirley Madison, and Peter Rumpf. LaHood, uh, the chief military instructor, said he was unaware of the hazing tradition. This is the act of two rogue boys. And it's sad and it's sad and tragic. And then Romp said he'd retired the year before, was not on the trip. Burlington County prosecutor charged the two 17-year-old cadets with uh, criminal counts of hazing and assault. Mm. Uh, so they're charged. That I'm sure the criminal the criminal trial will be before the civil, uh, before they figure out the suit. There And they it's unspecified uh, damages that they're trying to seek. Uh, to cover their son's medical and therapy treatment, he uh, one of the kids switched schools. The Raiders, uh, that are the whatever this JROTC group, I guess it's some kind of, but they're they've disbanded, so that's over. Oh, that's good. So that's all said and done. Department of Education, they're tightening up supervision, overnight trips, fall sorts, and uh, there we go. So like we'll see. So what what's going to happen next afterwards when it comes to the world of hazing and it's. Uh... What are they going to? What's the next move for hazing? I mean, like they've actually like taken it pretty far here. Um, you know, alcohol gets involved sometimes. Probably just suicide, just straight up suicide. Oh, okay. Yeah, just okay. show that you're committed to us and then like fucking shoot, like Russian like roulette cult. maybe, but yeah, like a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's sick. It's a sick world. Yeah, fun. There's a high school here where they have absolutely no supervision whatsoever. Uh, it looks as if, right, because they have, they're uh, they're they're. This is in Brooklyn as well. Mm. Uh, it's a school of, uh, of hard knocks for the faculty. Seemingly a breeze for students who want to skip class. Reported in the Post. Uh, the staffers largely blame the assistant principal for safety and security. That's Tommy Torres, Democratic mm-hmm. Party big shot. Uh, he uh, he goes a wall on his duties. These these students really like him. They say that like no, he's cool. He doesn't fuck with us unless somebody's on his ass. Literally, they said that. <laughs> Some kids describe Torres as chill. One junior remarked, "He only acts strict when his boss gets on his ass." He only gets strict. Gets oh, what? He be skating. Oh my god. Hmm, that was a that was a junior who remarked that. There's another one named Sincere Jones, 18 year old Sincere. 
Wow. Jones. How sincere are you, Jones? He's in the community. He lets you know what's going on. He lets you know what's going on. He added that the school's biggest problem is gang-affiliated kids. Did he say that sincerely, though? You know. Don't lie, sincere. mm, Don't lie. You really set the bar up uh, pretty high there for yourself. A sincere bar. (laughs) A guidance counselor was trying to break up a fight when a girl rammed into him there, hurting his shoulders. That's one of the injuries that's occurred. They play ball. They fuck around. Truancy is up, I think, 68%. Did I see that? 68. Truancy is up, like, uh, a lot. Oh, it's, uh, let's see. Uh, the 766 school the attendance this year has dropped to 78.5%. Wow. That's attendance has dropped to that, 78.5. So, uh, a safety agent was taking a drag of her cigarette, blah, blah, blah. They, so, you know, so, long and short, the public education in New York City is declining. Oh, of course, yeah. But yeah. The, the charter schools are still doing well. Yeah. Charter schools are fine, but the skipping is rampant at this place. There's no learning that can go on. Uh, <laughs> they, they really paint a picture here. It says, officials said any student leaving before the 2.51 p.m. dismissal is cutting class. So they, you know, with that information, they say, on Thursday, the Post witnessed several dozen students leaving around 1 p.m., mm. skipping their last two classes. Packs of pupils congregated outside the school, high-fiving, dancing, and checking their cell phones. Wow. What the fuck, bitch? One teen boy shouted at a girl. Got a kick out of that. Damn. That really, it really kind of like makes you sort of uh, understand what's going. Well, what the fuck, bitch? Uh, to me, I don't know. Something about that line brought me into it's, real life. It's you know, story of our lives, really. Mm-hmm. What the what? fuck, bitch? <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? First yeah. thing you say when you're born. Well, what or the or fuck? when you wake up in the morning. What yeah. the fuck, bitch? Ever, I'm up. You look in the mirror and say, "What the fuck, bitch?" That's right. Or when I'm peeing, it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what the <laughs> fuck, bitch?" Now. A recidivist dirty old man is reported in the post, an octogenarian and and transit <laughs> sex crimes recidivist. That's right, he's 80-something. <laughs> Busted Friday night for what cops said was his seventh subway groping. Conrado Aleman, 83, of Manhattan, was in the 72nd Street Broadway station mm. around 7 p.m. when plainclothes cops... Uh, they, well, <laughs> when playing clothes, cops <laughs> clothes saw him. I don't think that. I think that's a, a typo. Yeah, or maybe Plains, a typo. Yeah. Plains clothes, cops clothes saw him report, uh, repeatedly pressing his groin against the buttocks of a 41-year-old woman. Oh, that's sweet. He's charged with uh, persistent sexual abuse. Persistent. Persistent. Okay, no, is that okay, an element so of like all the other t- shit you've done in the past? Let's let's segue into a personal story that I'm happy to share because it's very much in light of that. When I was 17, I was commuting from the Bronx to Manhattan to my high school, and I was on the two train. This was circa '97, and I was pressed up. Back when it was the one nine. Correct. Actually, it was the two to 72nd, and then I had to transfer to the one nine to 66. So on point. Okay. But this was before I even got to the transfer and I was pressed up against the pole. And I, it was a rush hour thing. We were stopped in between platforms. We didn't have any fucking like notifications or like a woman or man giving us announcements. It was just kind of like, ah, oh, you're fucked. And, um, <laughs> no and announcements? No announcements. It was like, eh, we're, we're not moving. And wow. I felt something very awkward happen. And long and short, this dude actually jerked off on me. Whoa, yeah. really? No, abs- absolutely. What were you wearing? I was wearing fucking jeans. It was 1997. I was wearing, uh, I was a goddamn jeans, like. Cut off jeans? No, no. It was like Alice in Chains jeans. I was like, mm. you know, not very 
at all anything. But God. anyway, I walked out, uh, you know, eventually we moved, got out of the platform, and I was Wait, like, what is this gunk on my back? And my best friend at on the time. On your back, wow. On the jeans. On, the, on, on your ass. On, well, on the jeans of my ass, yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah ex- exactly, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's they, he clarify. Your, he didn't get your pants off. I <laughs> yeah, that no, be, that definitely didn't happen. That would but, be quite a but thing. But there was something... I mean, I, I don't even use gel. So I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, they were like, yeah, my, my friends were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. That's cum. So, they told you that's cum. Yeah, exactly. But, um, wait a second. I mean, you said you felt something, right? What did you feel? I didn't feel that happening. I felt... I didn't even feel a pulsating movement. Yeah. Because it was rush hour at 8 in the morning en route to school where uh-huh. everyone's congested all i i did feel someone pressed upon me but i really was giving the benefit of the doubt because i felt it before no benefit of the doubt ever well lesson learned at the fucking virgin <laughs> age of whatever i was but and you, but you didn't feel any motion no no, no, honest to God, Man, I did that not. guy was pretty slick. The then, guy, huh? yes. Because you're, it's crowded. There's people everywhere. Could have seen this. Well, but well, you were stopped and the lights were off. Let's Is that, remind that ourselves of it being the mid '90s in New York City, pressed up in rush hour, against a very belligerent, stupid ass train and people, and uh-huh. you just don't know any better. Right. So I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's yeah, yeah, it's, no. a, it's incredible I mean, that he I, was able to do that without you truly noticing. Um, well, you know, he probably did it to a lot of other people too. You know how you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything goes right until you get punched in the face. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. I can't <laughs> that is a quote actually. Oh, really? Everything's going right until you get punched in the face. Correct. I can't believe that this guy would have the nerve to actually ejaculate onto I your mean, pants. I mean, it's it's no surprise in any any regard. I just brought I think it's it up a surprise. because I think no, it's a, I, I know. I think it's, it's very surprising. Now, you really, honest to God, now I'm not trying to push you. You didn't know anybody was jerking off. Honest to I felt something a slightly weird, mm-hmm. but I did not know any better and thought like. Mm, and you didn't want to confront going, it or something. Like the dude was pressed up like behind me, and I was on a pole. Like, a, and like everyone's like on the pole, on the pole, stuck yeah. between Seventy Second Street and Ninety Six, on the two, being like, okay, this is happening. How long were you stopped? God, you know, let's talk to the MTA. Let's question no, the I mean, MTA for that. <laughs> Seriously, well, the MTA Don't is ask not on trial that. here. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not that, either. Did you? Did you? Now, and back then, people didn't take this shit as seriously Correct. as they do now. That's yeah. my point. It was it's kind of like, God, what a jerk. Correlating, yes, because even walking out of that, there was no sensational like, oh my God, which it should be. But regardless, the point is, is you know, circumvent now to 2019, and this yeah. is now. You know, our media headline, that says a lot. Yeah, a lot has changed, you know, and not just with the Me Too stuff, but like uh, women for a while, a lot of women studies majors and stuff, and they have decided we don't want to be jerked off on just like that. Hey, fun fact, guys. (laughs) Not a good look. But, you know, at the same time... um, it's it's something that I think that guys have slowed down on too. I think that like we, yeah. I mean, yes, do you, yes. you don't see as many people like kind of I've like never, coming after you. I've never, luckily, since that instance, I've never ever experienced it. Neither, no one else. Would so, like, you think of it being like a sicko who's doing that now? Like that's a sicko. But there must yeah. have been a certain number of people who were normal people who were just doing it, right? 
And that, that, those are the ones I'm, I'm interested in, you know, because they were the ones who could quit and did. That's because, right. like, things tightened up. They're like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. And now I know that's wrong. Wouldn't it be cool to have, when like, you, a documentary you... on those folks right now yes. and see where they are? Yes. And, like, you know, like a sort of like a VH1, like, you know, behind the scenes, like what happened with these vagabonds? Like, who, I like, just didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought it was just okay. I mean, like, I see <laughs> right. guys doing it. Nothing seemed to be happening to them. Right. And I thought, fuck it. You know, like, I, I want to jerk off and here she is i mean and fun fact it happens <laughs> it's fun fact yeah it does happen a man was slashed in the neck during a fight at a hookah bar on long island and a police officer helping him was hit by a minivan that's oh. right slashed in the neck hit by a minivan Jesus. the violence erupted before 3 a.m saturday at the mystique gardens hookah bar in farmingdale nassau county police responded and found a man with slash wounds to the neck the injured man ran to a parking lot and collapsed. Mm. Police say that while officers were helping him, they were helping the victim. A minivan drove through the lot, struck a parked Nissan. The Nissan spun, hit a woman, and the minivan hit one of the officers and the slashing victim. And the officer and slashing victim, the woman, and two more people injured in the original melee, all taken to hospitals. So shit was really fucked up at Farmingdale the other night. Apparently, that's fucking awful. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and and you don't always anticipate something like that. Uh, no. Out at a hookah bar, and I've never really uh, participated in hookah bar activities, but I guess Wait, I. Really? No, I never have, yeah. You've never had a hookah in your life? Nope, nope. Because I had quit smoking when I first came here, and it was like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it has nicotine in it, right? So I didn't want to like get all hooked on the nicotine. But like, uh, what's the, uh, it, it's it's vapor, right? It's vaping. Isn't it just like public vaping? I mean, it's essentially the, the sort of, well, essentially. Isn't that what hookah is? It's yes, yes and no, but I think there's this level of exoticism that like attracts people to to do it because, mm. you know, most times it's like you find yourself in some very swanky like I don't belong here bar uh in the Lower East Side where it's like, "Oh, hookah is available. What flavor would you like?" And you're like, "Um, can I just have a regular cigarette outside?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, no, but you have to like pay for this." And it's like, "All right, fine. I'll get the fucking apple." Or to pay for it anyway. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And so you get Weird. like kind of stuck in this uh, room. I just imagine it just being like a bunch of guys around with turbans and beards, and you're just, like sitting at a table. You would smoking. think you would think it was like multiple Aladdins. Yeah, which, multiple Aladdins. Multiple yes. Aladdins. That'd be a great name for a hookah bar. Multiple Aladdins. And Sans uh, Jasmines. No Jasmines in sight. They're all Sans Jasmines. Yeah, Sans Jasmines. All multiple Aladdins. <laughs> <laughs> A son was busted in a dad's sling. It says right in the headline. A New Jersey man has been uh, charged with murder in the death of his father. Boy, that is some really uh, Greek tragedy type shit. Yeah. Very, it's, it's very fundamental, the idea of killing your father. It or, is. you know, fucking your mother, killing your father, and all right. that kind of shit, that jerking Oedipus stuff. Jerking off on a train station, jerking, yeah. Jerking off on an Indian. Uh, yeah. Police were called uh, to a Millville home uh, Friday morning. They found 66-year-old Gary Tedesco dead of apartments. <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead of a parent slash wounds, not apartment slash wounds, Oy. but their apparent stab wounds. Yeah, Cumberland County uh, prosecutor said that the victims had allegedly uh, been to an altercation, uh, been in an altercation. He, uh, the victim had an altercation with his 38-year-old son, Michael, and the victim's mother, also present. An altercation wound up with him getting stabbed, and uh, the son's charged with murder, robbery, two weapons counts, and uh, there you go. Is he on trial? Is it? Is it? Is there a court date in mind? Well, mm, I guess uh, he's probably out on bail now, or he's probably being held without bail. Uh, he left the scene in his father's car. Like he was arrested. 
uh, late Friday evening, charged with murder, robbery, and two weapons counts. I well, don't fuck think him. Yeah, it's yeah, fuck him for killing his dad, Tedesco. <laughs> Don't kill the Tedesco. Don't don't be one of those guys. Don't do that. Don't kill, don't, if you want to kill, but if you're going to kill a family member, your parents <sighs> are probably the last people you should try to kill. Look, don't I be Menendez. Love my. Don't be a Menendez. But I love my brother. My I love my family. I would never kill any of them. Yeah. But yeah. It's some, there's there's something really like uh, there's deep. It's it's deep. If I mean killing somebody, it, it seems to make the most sense to kill the person who brought you into the world. It's the most perverse. Sure. Sure. I, I I never have been able to explain that to anybody so that it really sounded as as like pure as I mean it. But have you uh, thought <laughs> about therapy? Uh, I've had a lot of therapy. <laughs> In fact, that's what got me to this point. <laughs> Deadly subway drag horror. A Brooklyn woman in violent Brooklyn was dragged by one subway train and then killed by a second. Wow! See, they, wow. These, these trains will team up on you if you let them. Yep. And and that's when you know that the trains are, are sort of like gaining awareness. Uh, this is the Union Square station. A 21-year-old was on the 456 platform, 3.30 a.m., mm -hmm. somehow became wedged between a train and a platform. Well, I know how that happened. She was down in the track bed. And the How the came. fuck did she get there? <laughs> Wait, what? She got stuck between the, the, the wall, between a train and a platform. She was just stuck between a, a train and a hard place, you know, where that is. Yeah, no, well, yeah. And so, uh, you know, as the train pulled out, it dragged her along, knocked her onto the tracks. The woman, whose name was not released, was then struck by an incoming six train. Oh, my God. Wow. This woman had a terrible fucking night. Some alcohol involved. Uh, we're talking about. I uh, mean, maybe it was just strictly Saturday coffee. Night. Just Saturday night at three thirty a.m. I don't think. And uh, she watched some SNL, and then she got tired and bored, and she got up, drunk, and... fell into the track bed. That's fucking and awful. And then hung around. Man, uh, yeah, the trains will kill you, and they kill people every single day. They the, do. We don't yeah. even cover it all the time. We don't even cover all the ones we. we I guess I pretty much you mentioned probably, every one that I see. You should have a segment of just like just the particular train, train kill. Because sometimes they don't yeah. cover them in the in the. Because I mean, right. there would be way too many that would, you would need a publication just to do that. That's right. It's 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 pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, my coked up crazy 48 hours partying with Van Halen. That's an interesting thing that was in the uh, Sunday edition of the paper. Uh, well, I met, you know, Sammy Hagar and uh, Mike Anthony, and that was great because they have a new album out. That they do? Is you met them recently? Last week. Um, Are you kidding? No, you saw dead Sammy ass. Hagar last week. Dead ass, yes. Why? Sammy Hagar what were they doing? And Michael Anthony. So they have um, a new band, and, and fuck me, I can't remember the name of the band, but they have a new album out. Very similar. Those you know, two. Correct. And it's similar to Van Halen? Yes, correct. And wow. it also has the uh, lead guitarist of uh, the previous band that Sam, Sammy Hagar was a part of, like, you know, obviously prior to Van Halen, like early 80s. Like, I don't know. You know, you know it's too late in the night. My brain stops. But but anyway. Oh, the, God, it's 10 o'clock for Christ. So your brain has already stopped at 10. Correct. We're talking about well, 10 p.m. here <laughs> in New York City. The excitement is, is that um, meeting them, they were actually really good. We had a 30-minute interview, um, a podcast moment, and, and getting a meet and greet. And they were exceptionally really good guys. I know everyone hears that about a lot of people, but but I'm interested in knowing what their thoughts are on such a particular topic in a tabloid. Being because, coked up and crazy, uh, 48 hours parting with Van Halen. Correct, because prior to even, like, before we even move further into the body of the story, <laughs> Van Halen, 
what does that who who are you talking about David Lee Roth because okay that makes sense there he is David Lee Roth ah. who is this guy who's this guy I don't even recognize him he sort of looks like the drummer um, Alex Van Halen he's or like whatever weird Al Yankovic Kurt Jeffress uh, I don't know who these fucking people are I don't care okay what the why why I don't know. why did I even <laughs> read it I'm sorry I just I, I didn't know it was gonna but you said you met him I was like well that's yes, interesting yeah and that was great very interesting shit. Well, the doctor who allegedly ran twisted human experiments for the Nexium cult is so broke uh, that he borrowed 60 grand from family and friends to survive wow. and filed for bankruptcy. So that doctor's not doing well. No, he's not. Oh, my God. What is this? Sixth grader named Funniest in the U.S., Upper West Side, Funniest Kid in the... In, I don't know if I get, this is Caroline White. What makes White. him so funny? Caroline Come on. White has some thoughts. And it's a girl, of course. What are you talking about? A girl... Funniest what? Come on, you know they're the worst. Caroline White has some thoughts about how New York City shops come up with their names. Like the clothing store on the east side, a second chance. That basically means that your style failed you the first time. Fuck you, 12-year-old. That's terrible. <laughs> All right, the Upper West Sider was named the funniest kid in the country last Sunday. Funniest kid in the country. Stand-up competition for kids 8 to 18. Oh, fuck off. Okay, I'll read yeah, that, that another that, time. You know, you should talk more about Van Halen before you talk right. about that. Yes. Now, uh, we want to uh, please uh, 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 say, uh, anybody who knows anybody in Sri Lanka, sorry about your relatives being killed. Yes. They were Christians. That's that's the, what I'm trying to get to. Do you, see, yes. do you know anything about this Nexium cult? No. Uh, they uh, they were, they're quite interesting people. They, there's a lot of sex, and they go. They had these, you know, Allison Mack would go out and recruit. She was somebody from Smallville, the show Smallville. Right, right. Go okay. out and recruit, bring these people in, all young girls, and this guy would fuck them. So she was she. So I, I've seen some sort of brief moment. I've never delved into the, you know, in depth stories about this, but oh, right. I, I, I do feel she was arraigned and like, oh yeah, and all that. But 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 what was it? Was she also brainwashed? I think she was, yeah. Oh, I think okay. she was, but she was also like the head slave or something. So that <laughs> <laughs> when you're the head slave, you go, hey, that's... Oh, well, then that's okay. You're right. I'm not just like a run-of-the-mill uh, slave. Yeah, exactly, guys. I, you give somebody some status, it's like that little bit of... It's like making somebody assistant manager or something, but you the, just want right. them to work a little harder. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, listen, Natasha... Very nice hanging out with you. N Natasha yeah. Delana, your name sounds like you should be the most famous actress from 1974. <laughs> I mean, guys, Google me. You may find out that I am. Uh, you need to go to. And, and also on Twitter. Natasha underscore Delana. Um, underscore Delana. My Instagram. Tashi Tosh. And Tashi Tosh on Instagram? Tashi Tosh. Um, exactly that. Does it um, means something in Indian? Uh, no, no, that's just uh, belligerent drunkenness. And Tashi Tosh. <laughs> And also some things in the works, so I'm okay. excited. Yeah, well, I'm excited, too, whatever they are. I mean, yeah. we can go into them next time, maybe. Absolutely. Okay. Well, by the way, New York City is losing residents for the first time in over a decade, and it is kind of easy to see why. Talk about that next time. Hey, tomorrow, New York City Crime Report. Thank you one more time, Natasha, for being here. Woohoo! Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.